Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Life of Pi. Tonight, I have returning for the first time in almost a year, Miss Shannon Cachet. Hello. Shannon, thank you for joining us. Thank you. And tonight, folks, as you've seen on the web pages, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our website, lifeofpi.org, please feel free to visit, give it some love. We are talking about female serial killers. So let's just jump right into it. The first one we're going to talk about is probably the most well-known one, which is Eileen Warnos, a.k.a. the Highway Killer. All right, let's do it. So this chick killed seven men, and most of them within like a two-month span. Yes. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I didn't know she killed them all that quickly. Yeah, it was, she seemed, um, when I was doing research on her, like a pretty impulsive person. Mm -hmm. It seemed like a lot of things that she was arrested for, even prior to killing, before she was ever caught for that, seemed like very, almost like something so small and so petty that just got drawn out. Who else gets arrested for robbing a convenience store for like 40 bucks and a pack of cigarettes? But do you know what led to all this? Um, what kind of what led up to all this? But before we jump into that, I want to kind of go back. I want to talk about kind of like almost like the end game. So a lot of guys might recognize her. She's a very famous serial killer, female one. For those who aren't familiar with her, she has been portrayed several times, once in movies and once on TV show. There's a movie called Monster with Charlize Theron. I think she was nominated for an Oscar, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm wrong, please correct me on the website. And she's also uh, portrayed in American Horror Story Hotel. I don't remember the actress's name. So, again, she's been portrayed in several different forms. And, like, growing up, like, she had a very rough childhood. She was, from what I was, I looked up, she was raped and abused by her step-parents. She never met her mother and father. They both just, like, disappeared. Right. And at the age of 10, she was sneaking out of the house and going down to these campfire areas by her house where she wasn't supposed to be and basically giving sexual favors for cigarettes, beer, and rides places at 10. Right. So her prostitution became basically started at 10 years old. Right. Which In I mean, Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, right. I was so. about to say, like, also Michigan. <laughs> but it's kind of like, you know... It's not very shocking to me is somebody, you know, she's somebody that grew up with all that abuse. And at 10 years old, it's kind of like a formative year for a young woman. And, you know, you're looking for, you know, that kind of comfort or whatever or things to the father figure. Yeah. yeah. So and then if you don't have the correct guidance on where to look for that, how to look for that, of course, it's going to lead down this path. And that's why she out of all the people that we're talking about today, I have the most sympathy for because it almost seems like. That she acted and what she figured was an act of self-defense. So I do feel like there was actually something going on that just was not treated. Um, one of the guys that she did kill was actually an alleged rapist prior to her meeting. Oh, really? Yeah, he was an, like, um, I think he was either proved to be a rapist or it was like alleged, um, but it was not his first run in with you know, sexual crimes and sexual abuse, and she killed him in an act of self-defense. So I and, also and think... I think that's the one in the movie, if we can get graphic for a second. Sure. Where I think she sticks the pipe up his ass on the side of the highway and shoots him. 
Um, let's see. I here. believe that's the one. I think he tries to rape her in the movie, and then she kills him. That's like one of her first kills. Richard Mallory, and yeah, it was one of her first kills. And by the way, Charlize Theron in that movie was amazing. And the thing is, I didn't know who Eileen Warnos was at that point. I was like, I didn't know. It was like going into it, I just just caught on TV. I didn't get a chance to like read the background story. And I was like, everyone's like, oh, watch Monster. Then you see it and you're like, oh my God. And then I'm like, this really, this is a real person? Like, <laughs> ugh. Yes. It's crazy they made Char- Charlize Theron look like that. Because Charlize Theron she's is hot. freaking gorgeous. <laughs> she like Eileen Warren. I was like, no hate, but she's a little, not what you expect. Yeah. And like one of the sadder things that I saw, like you said, I think she had one of the worst upbringings. The other couple of females we're going to talk about tonight, they actually had like, they didn't really have rough lives, like like rough childhoods, yeah. I guess, like as much as she did. Her her childhood was pretty fucked. It was rough. Yeah, pretty bad. And it turned out, like you find out a couple years later after she's prostituting herself like 10 years old that her father is convicted and, set, and sentenced in jail for the rape of a seven-year-old girl. Then he ended up killing himself in jail before like the rest of the sentence be carried out. Right. I'm like, like how? Oh, it's just nasty, right. man. Like people do it to kids. It's just like, ugh. I can't even. So it's like if you put yourself in the mindset of somebody who grew up with that, and then also you're getting into drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. and then you just a uh, mindset of always acting on defense, always providing for yourself, always having like a substance to help heal you. It does not shock me at all that her, without getting any help at all, felt the need to kill these men because it, it could have been just the smallest trigger and she's set up. And then she thinks what she's doing is right, which it wasn't. It was very horrible what she did. But um, it's not it's, a, it's not shocking. The reason why I think um, where there gives her a little bit of disbelief is uh, how it just kind of happened out of nowhere. And like how you said, so many murders in such a quick succession of time. I feel like they were more spread out. I don't know. It's just kind of, I maybe she hit a breaking point. But it just kind of feels like you've been doing sex work since you're 10 up until now. Maybe she just had a breaking point. But she she claims that all of this was an act of self-defense. Yeah, that, which, was, that was her biggest claim. And it's believable. It's not, but it is as well. Yeah. So yeah, I and like, feel for her. Yeah, and like back to like her childhood, like the other stuff I found about her childhood, it kind of like you kind of see kind of like why she was like this. Like it, I also like was reading this other stuff, like how she was like abused with like belts and straps and stuff, and she was made to clean the belts and straps, like clean the blood and like dead skin off of it, so she could be whipped again. I didn't know that. That's disgusting. And then that, like she would throw parties to like make friends i guess because she was kind of a loner yeah and that she had the parties at her house at her uh, adopted parents house and they would throw in the backyard lock her out of the house and have the party without her and she had paid for all the drugs and the beer and the food and this is at, like 12 or 14 like how like right you just see like the progression right and of course she didn't have like her brother was she wasn't that close to their brother her parents weren't around mm-hmm. she was a prostitute basically at 10 years old which is like right mind-blowing then she like what in her 20s ends up moving to florida i believe yeah moved down to florida and it's just 
that's why it's like if if that was happening, if people were really you, if you're able to prostitute at 10 years old, that just gives the type of like, I mean, there's your clientele right low there. Lives. Yeah, low lives. Yeah, terrible people. <clears throat> so it does not shock me that okay, out of all these years, you only kill seven of them. I think you should get a medal. Yeah, the fact that she only did kill seven it is shocking. The fact that she probably had opportunities to kill a lot more. Yeah. And it's the yeah. people that she killed, which I thought was kind of weird. It was like, it wasn't like scum of the earth. Like, I guess not. One really. of them was. Well, I'm talking like professional wise. Like, it, they were like, some of these jobs were like pretty like right. prestigious jobs. Like, um. also her smile was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. You see the videos of her smiling. It's just like. Ugh. It's like no, nothing behind the eyes and just this big, you know. And then you see her girlfriend and she was, ugh. I just, you know, part of me, I do feel bad for her, but I also feel bad for like, okay, what if some of these men were just like good guys that just happened to partake in, you know, soliciting sex or whatever. And they, they're good guys. They, one of them was a soldier. She killed his ass. And it's just kind of like some of them could have been, you know, pretty good people that just had a bad vice and got mixed up with the wrong prostitute one day. And then you feel bad for her on the side of things where it's like, God, she really felt in that moment that she had to do that for one reason or another. So it's kind of sad all the way around for everybody. Yeah, because that was like, I read that that was like her main clientele was like she's down by, I think, a naval base and they were being shipped Mm -hmm. out for Desert Storm. Right. I'm remembering that correctly and so like clientele was scarce so and i'm by no means saying that just because these men had good jobs doesn't mean that they weren't capable Mm. of being Mm. abusive it's just like it's weird because the only person that could really know what happened that led her to that would be her and the other person you know so it's kind of like you want to believe her but then you also want to be like all right you're murdering somebody so it's a weird situation yeah so let's let's do a rundown of her actual kills here real quick and like in the succession of them (laughs) let's do it so 19 november 1989 she makes her first kill a 51 year old electric electronics engineer so her favorite device was that was the convicted rapist was it the 51 year old yes okay richard mallory was the convicted rapist earlier i said alleged but it turned from my notes here it looks like he was actually convicted of that so he deserved it at that point, yeah. Yeah. So her choice of murder was a gun, which is not like um, a big one for females normally. It's normally like it's more personal. It's like yeah. poisoning, strangulation. Yeah, it's yeah. very something very like um, what's the word? Um, um close simple. contact. It's a melee attack. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word, but I can't. It'll come back to me in like ten minutes. I'm sure. Right. So four shots to the chest and back. She wrapped his body up in a carpet, dumped it. They found the body like a couple weeks later. It was highly decomposed. And then 1990, she killed a 43-year-old construction worker, shot him six times. That was on June 1st, 1990. June 1st, 1990. Oh, I got the order. And then we got June 6th, 1990, okay. a rodeo worker shot nine times. Then we yes. got July 4th, a 65-year-old. 
Um, she killed a 65 year old, but the body was never found. She said she killed him, but never found the body. Wait, she did what? She killed a 65 year old, but they never found the body. Oh, okay. They said, oh, so they found his car. They found his car, and that's we'll we'll get to we're going to get to the car. The car is okay. a centerpiece here right. in a minute. All right, we're going to come back to that. So June 6th, July 4th, and then I believe July crap. I don't write the date down, but I think it's like July like 7th or 8th. She kills a sale, a fifty-year-old salesman. Shoots him uh, twice. That would be July thirty-first. Troy Burris. Boom. See, I did some research. There you Paul. go. There but you go. see, you see how quick these are. It's like, <laughs> yeah, she's it's just like, like knocking them out. It's like June, July, July, and then she kills a former police chief, fifty-six years old. Shot six times in the face and neck. But what a way to go! And then November, she gets a sixty-two-year-old police reserve. Shot in the back of the head four times. Yeah. So, so her choice of murder was gun. So she was very consistent in that. Right. And the way that I saw that they said that she was found out was basically her and her girlfriend were driving around in the murder guy's car. And they crashed and two people saw her leaving the crime scene in this car. But the way that she was actually caught wasn't because of the car. Because she used to pawn the goods for survival. She would murder. She basically murdered her victims and would pawn their stuff to survive to help pay for like booze and drugs and rent with her girlfriend. So her girlfriend basically made her go out prostitute, said, you need to bring back money or I'm not going to see you. Her girlfriend wow. would leave her and not see her. She didn't bring back money. So that's why she ramped it up. She needed to kill more people. And so she was caught because she pawned a camcorder of her first victim. And then I found it from that. See, and this is what I'm talking about with this impulsive behavior. Not only taking people's valuables and selling them, robbing places for 40 bucks, driving around a murder victim's car. This doesn't strike me as somebody who has an elevator hitting all the floors. Mm -mm. You know, so I just feel like, and with a lot of these, I noticed a trend, a lot of them from a young age, go through something like really fucked up and traumatic and had somebody stepped in for them. And this goes, I know we're going to do a part two with male serial killers mm -hmm. and it's the same for them too. It had somebody stepped in at some point and intervened and gotten them help. These probably wouldn't be killers. Uh, unfortunately, it's like really tragic that they used all that anger from the trauma yeah. to fuel, you know, they all have very valid anger um, but unfortunately, you've gone off the rails. But that's what I'm saying when I bring up this is the type of person that makes such impulse crazy decisions that it's almost like. But it's also survival, too. That was, yeah, her, that, survival. Was her, that was her means of survival. Right. So, what would you do to survive? Would you lie? And, and the thing is, like, that's where I kind of feel for her a little bit, just a little bit, not a whole lot. But, like, I get it as a survival mode. But my thing is, I'm like, you could have just robbed him. You could have just robbed him. Gonna warn Max, just rob me to murder right. people. But again, when you have that kind of upbringing, you're like, violence is your only right. answer. And she did say a lot of times, she would constantly say and stood by that this was all in self defense. But how so, many times? So you killed seven people. Seven people. So these seven times, I guess, she really felt like, you know, that's what she had to do. Because I'm sure she. I'm sure that over the course of like so many years of doing this, that she snagged some goods here and there to pawn. That's what that's, but not that's every basically, single person died. So what made yeah. these seven men different? Yeah, and that's something we'll never know. 
and that, that they did such in quick succession. It almost yeah. seems like something snapped in her brain. And then she did these seven murders. And then who knows? It almost feels like there was like a snap. I would love to know what was happening right before she did that. I said, I think one of the saddest part about her whole story is that her girlfriend testified against her and was acquitted of all the charges of like, like secondary murder and all that stuff, like involved in like murder, whatever the wording is. I forget. I don't um, watch legal. Assistant. Accessory to murder. murder. Yeah. Girlfriend was acquitted of all charges against her because she testified against Eileen. Yes. And then in 2002, I just actually found this out watching documentary stuff and reading that she was actually killed by lethal injection in October 2002. I didn't know I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I just found that out. Yeah, I knew that. So I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, my God. Okay. I've been out of high school almost I wonder what the last meal was. <laughs> Because when you're on uh, death row, they give you like last meal. I want to look it up. Eileen I, 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 I strikes me as like a, a steak person. I feel like she would have wanted something like that. I'm looking it up. Eileen Warno's last meal. Wasn't Son of Sam's like one, like one black, it was like a black bean and like, it was something really like these guys had these like, some of these guys are really bizarre. Oh my God. Some of them are like a single grape. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, my god man. i would be i'm like can i go to golden corral real quick oh y'all, y'all mind this is crazy she declined a last meal and instead asked for a cup of black coffee of course she did have their cigarette oh my lord damn she's kind of scary oh and she you know, <laughs> I, I hate that it took to hear the last meal request for it to really set in but i'm like that is your last meal shit I would be, I want lobster, I want steak, I want a whole no, lot of No, I said you get freaking nothing. You're on death row. You did some effed up. Too bad. Oh, so no, sad. I'm, a, I'm getting, if I, I would never be on death row, but if I was, and was given a last meal option, you bet. I'm, I'm Sir, can, can, can we confirm, can we confirm Shannon to be on death row? You can talk. It's okay. We have a guest in the house. She's being shy. <laughs> we were actually, um, you know, Jane Tobin, I was like, oh, you know, she is Irish. And I was like, and everyone liked her because she's so friendly. And Jimmy goes, great. <laughs> like, that's uh That's us Irish. We're very friendly. Yeah, very and, friendly. Until, until you mess with our potatoes, then it's war. Yeah, mess with the potatoes or mess with the drink or look at us the wrong way. Or talk to our women. Yeah. <laughs> all right let it let's let's go ahead and switch directions here let's talk about jane toppin next because i want to say yes. i want to save uh my actually my favorite one your favorite my favorite one for last oh my god because we have a couple more to get to i can kind of guess who your favorite's gonna be i'm gonna i'm not gonna say it out loud but i'm gonna no nope. that's, that's not it wow okay. no no i want i want the sick route all right all right so jane so jane toppin was the youngest of four girls. She was orphaned to an adopted rich family, but she was treated like a servant, kind of like Cinderella. Yeah. But she was a serial killer. (laughs) Wait, though. This is an interesting part about them taking her in as a servant. So when she was brought in as a servant, they gave her their surname Mm -hmm. because they didn't want people to know she was Irish. Mm -hmm. But they treated her like 
like the black sheep of the family almost yeah. where she was allowed to like be from almost, my almost like a leper no she was actually like allowed to be around for family parties and stuff but they would constantly remind her that hey just because we're including you doesn't mean that you're still on our level you're still beneath us you're still our servant mm -hmm. and you're still irish and that so they would like really drive that home to her so they weren't awful awful to her but that she was definitely treated like just um employee of the month so to speak basically yeah. special benefits but you're still like you're you're still you're still, under, still, you're, you're still under our boot <laughs> yeah so in 1885 we're gonna jump ahead we're, we're gonna skip her for childhood stuff so 1885 she became a nurse and she got the nickname jolly jane which is her serial killer name wow words Serial killer nickname. <laughs> and so at that point, when she became a nurse in training, she began to become obsessed with like autopsies and she began experimenting on elderly people with morphine. So you can kind of see where this is and she going. Would mix it with atropine. Mm -hmm. That's a real knockout. So I thought it was weird that like she kept getting fired from different hospitals yeah. for poisoning these old people with morphine, but no one saw it as a murder at this point. But yet people kept recommending her because to take care of- Because she was so friendly. Because she was so friendly and, and so jolly. And still liked her. Yeah. So you're going around mm -hmm. just drugging people up for fun, and patients are still like, yeah, I was unconscious for whatever after I, Jane was the last person I saw, but damn, she could tell a really good joke. But one of the weirdest things I thought, which has nothing to do with her murders, but I thought it was kind of a fun fact. Back in the day, in the 1885 era, <laughs> when she was working as a nurse, she earned about $25 a week. Okay. Oh. But the rest of women earned about $5 a week. That's how highly she was thought of. She was yeah. paid almost what? Charisma can take you far. So in this next part, skipping to her murders, this is like the most like disgusting thing. She said that she would climb into bed with her victims as mm -hmm. they're dying so she could hear their last breath. Yeah. Oh, no. Do you want to know what mm -hmm. I find interesting about her? It seems like she got into this, like, for whatever reason, this really interests her. And it's almost like, okay, it interests you, so why not just go into, like, I don't know, a science, like, a science field? Like, why don't you work in a lab? She might not have been able to as a female back then. Yeah. Or very, as Irish, because yeah. where her location yeah. She was. has the Irish against her. She has the female. Because back yeah. then, the women were allowed to do all the but, stuff they can do now, which is unfortunate. I find it interesting that you skipped over her childhood. Her dad was known as Crackpot Kelly. Their last name was Kelly. What? Okay, I didn't know about he this. Okay, was okay. A big drinker, which and, explains her drinking habits. Yes, and he would do crazy shit just for the hell of it. The same way that she would just shoot up morphine to be like, "What happens?" Her dad was noted one time. He got really drunk and decided for fun. I'm going to sew my eyelids shut. Oh my God. Yes, I did. I forgot. The, I was going to write so that down, but I was like, I'll remember the eyelid um, sewing shut. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> so I can only imagine what, oh, there's dad again doing medical things to himself for fun. But, but here, here's you the question. Know, it's did, normalized, I would say, for her. Here's the question. The Jolly Jane, did she cut the eyelids back open? Like, 
I don't. I think her dad handled the. Eye. She didn't sew his eyelids. He did. No, I'm saying that did she have to cut his eyelids back open so she they could was see? A kid when he did that. I don't know. He probably did. He was probably like, "Come on over, honey." It's actually sad because after her mother passed away, her dad had to go to a mental asylum for obvious reasons. Yeah. And had to give the girls up to um, this orphanage, and it was like an orphanage, whatever, where you could be adopted from her sister unfortunately ended up passing away really young Mm -hmm. because she got into sex work and i can't remember how exactly she died i had it written down i can't remember how her sister died um oh she was murdered that's that's fitting yeah if only eileen was there that day (laughs) but yeah weird to me, I feel like she is our, I think she's our second runner-up for most murders on our list. Most murders? Yeah, she is said to have killed over 100 people, but they don't know because the records are so scarce from back then. They believe it's mostly older people because she hated old people for some reason. Just like what? She's I like, didn't read that. Over, killed, killed, they're saying she killed over 100 people, but she hated old people because mostly older people that she killed. What the? Oh, yeah. And yeah, there's no and, for that. and she failed at committing suicide with morphine, which was her drug of choice. Oh I'm God. sorry. How do you fail at killing yourself with your drug that you know the measurements right. of that you're Picture trained for? Yeah, trained to administer. Wow. So basically, this woman just killed to get her away. Like, she killed people that got in her way. I think she... No, someone else killed her sister. That's a different one. That's a different one that killed her sister. We'll yeah. Get, we'll get yeah. into that. But yeah, that is, but yeah, um, she, she was not charged. She no, was, she got off with insanity. Well, obviously she's yeah. insane. So she, all this started, she started killing because her, because she said her boyfriend at 16 broke up with her. Stop it. If yeah. that was me, I would be the greatest sewer killer ever as many times <laughs> as I've gotten dumped since 16. Okay. No excuses. You psycho. Okay. Everyone's been dumped or got dumped or dumped or been dumped. My words, aren't working. My words aren't working tonight. <laughs> but yeah, never convicted of her crimes, deemed insanity with one of, it was a 27 minute deliberation is all it took. Deemed her legally insane. 27 minutes. Yeah. I got deliberation times for like three of these people. I don't know how I found it, but I found it. The, the one time will shock you how quick they took them. The oh, I the time think... of the deliberation, it will shock you. The time oh, it took them. I think I know who you're talking about. I'm not going to jump there. Yeah, don't, don't don't jump there. But let's see here. I kind of want to see. Hold on a second. When are their birthdays? I got to start keeping track of this. So Eileen was end of February. Jane was end of March. I bet there's no May babies in here. We're pretty well rounded. Gemini's baby. Gemini. Oh no, no, Taurus. Mm. Gemini's will definitely be serial killers. But I've noticed that a couple of people we got we're going to talk about tonight. For a lot of from, uh, there's, I think we got two from England and two from the United States. Three England. from the United States. Yeah, yeah. Do we have three from the United States? Uh, yes. And then two of them were from the good old UK. Although they do credit Jane from being from Boston. Her parents were Irish immigrants, but Jane was born in the United States, I believe. Psh. I don't believe it. Yeah, she was born on the East Coast. But yeah, I just, some of these people, I just. She would crawl into bed with people, like yeah. you said, and listen to them, but coddle them. 
like yeah. hold them and cuddle them. Yeah, like there, there, just... there was there was claims that like people like one of her victim, well, almost victims, she poisoned at a hospital said that she remembers like having almost like a dream that Jane gave her something and then she became very woozy and just like disoriented and like remembers like Jane laying in bed next to her like and trying to like kiss her and stuff Ooh, and oh like and she woke up the next day and she's like oh that was just a dream but Jane was like yeah that was me I was try- trying to kiss a dead body basically but she never actually killed her Jane did that mm-hmm. she admitted that mm-hmm. See, that's something only an insane person would do. And the thing is, you see these these like drawing stuff, like these ladies from like eight, they're all dressed all proper. Like I'm here for quotes. I know, Jane. I mean, my like... big poofy like gone with the wind dress. Yeah, Jane. Looks I'm like I'm, a fun I'm here sister. for my death sentence. Right. <laughs> it's oh like, my yeah, god. Freaking psycho. It's and then when you really think about that, like this is somebody. It's like I can only imagine. Okay, I'm really sick. I have to be in a hospital for whatever reason. My nurse is fucking awesome. She's funny. Everyone's getting along with her. And then one day, you know, I'm just like passing out and James kissing me on the head and shit. How? On the mouth. Yes. Oh, God. That's horrific. Yeah. That's horrific. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to pause here, folks, and we will be back with a part two. Please keep listening because we have more female serial killers to cover. <laughs>